0: Hi, and welcome to the Own Your Crypto podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Olson, head of growth at Xverse, the most advanced web 3 Bitcoin wallet where we believe in connecting the world to a more accessible decentralized economy. If you're curious about the latest and greatest tech building on Bitcoin, you're in the right place. Each episode, we invite experts to share exciting updates about what they're working on in the ecosystem so we can share the knowledge and tools for you to own your crypto. Through casual conversations, we cover topics like blockchain technology, DeFi, financial literacy, and how to use Web3 on Bitcoin in practical ways. If you'd like to tune in live, ask questions, or join the conversation, be sure to follow Xverse on Twitter at Xverse app. Welcome, everyone, to the Own Your Crypto Show. I'm Elizabeth Olson, head of growth at Xverse, joined here with Ken Lau, our founder and CEO, and to give today's topic some context last week we talked about bitcoin nfts and this week we're diving into bitcoin domains which are actually also nfts you can transfer and trade them and this is actually quite a timely topic because for the last week or two we've seen a huge increase in bitcoin domain purchases or bns bns is short for blockchain name system or Bitcoin namespaces, as I've heard both. In any case, both are referring to decentralized identities that are secured by the Bitcoin blockchain. So whether you realize it or not, you've probably seen many .BTC names and other community domain names out there, uh, similar to ENS or .ETH on Ethereum. So when you hear BNS or ENS, we're referring to these decentralized identities, which is a single username For example, elizabeth.btc, you can use that username instead of a 34-letter or number character wallet address. You can use that username to log in, send, receive, and sign transactions. So we'll talk about more current and future use cases coming up soon. But basically, if this is new to you, uh, you can read more on our blog, which we're going to pin to this space. And also, yeah, happy to present the full bull case for .PTC names. Also, a little bit of further context, the surge in transaction volume for BNS names this past week went up reportedly 260%, which caused a bit of a network congestion on the Stacks network. So the congestion has largely subsided. And in any case, Stacks devs are fastidiously working these past months on scalability and speed solutions for the network so there's a lot to be excited about here if you're new to stacks that's something we're actively working towards and we'll also dive into more with our guest speakers yeah with that said nick from gamma who you're familiar with from last week i see you're on nick how many twitter spaces have you been on now related to this topic (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh my God. It's been, I think this is the fourth or the fifth one, but it's fun every time. So I have no complaints. Also, I think I see exit liquidity here in the, in the audience. I think, Maybe, I don't know if, I think Elizabeth said to request to come up. Well, it'll be good to have some fresh voices in here as well. Cause I'm sure everyone loves to hear us speak, but I think it's also good to, to get some, some new voices heard as well.
0: Right. Definitely. And actually exit as you come up here definitely would love to give you a chance to introduce yourself we're really excited to have people from some cross chain friends especially a board ape here. So let's definitely everyone give him a huge welcome and we'd love to hear more about your project you're working on and perhaps how you started getting involved in ens and and now bns
2: hi guys thanks for having me today it's cool to be here i'm excited for the whole stacks ecosystem particularly bns I think there's a lot of ground to cover, but it's off to a good start. It's cool to see enthusiasm coming into it. I'm a relatively late to BNS. I only got into it like two weeks ago, and part of the push was for digits. Anyone who knows me around here knows that I'm like the relentless shiller of digits domains. I think there's a lot of demand for it that is going to really come surging into Web3, and we're just starting to see the beginning of it. As far as projects I'm working on, I got my hand on a couple different things, but Mostly, I'm just doing the degen thing and just going where the money goes, and I see a lot of potential in .BTC domains. The only other domains I have are ENS, so .eth. All the other chains I don't really touch, I don't see as much potential in them. I think there's some quick flips to be made, but as far as long-term adoption, long-term potential, I think BTC has the biggest upside, so that's why I'm here, that's why I'm into it, and yeah, let's get this going.
0: Awesome. It's so great to have you here and hear more about, yeah, your perspective on the space and on the ecosystem. And before we get into the trenches with software and blockchain tech, just for those who are getting familiarized with decentralized identities, what are some real-world use cases for ENS and BNS?
2: I can jump on that. As far as real-world use cases go, I think the biggest one we see with ENS would be the adoption of just signing in to different platforms, right now everyone knows that like google facebook they all have the monopoly on sign ins for most platforms if you're not going to use your email you got to use those and i think for a lot of it's kind of clunky it's easy to forget your password all that stuff so i think the having one domain to rule them all is going to be huge where you can just sign in with one thing it's not just a username it's your bank account it's everything you want it to be, and also if you want it to be, it can be anonymous, and I think that's huge too. Aside from that, there's going to be a lot of other stuff connected to it, as far as like flex goes, usernames from Instagram to all of these Twitter. Even there's a secondary market for short, clean, recognizable domains, and that's 100% going to trickle over into this space. And BTC is relatively new. I think a lot of people haven't heard about it, and as we go forward and as the usability of the network gets less friction, you're going to see a lot more people come into it. I think right now the biggest thing putting people off is D-Gens are kind of lazy. If there's an extra step between their metamask doing this thing, they're just going to roll their eyes and be like, ah, oh, I'll get back to it when it's easier to do. And so I think that's really where the opportunity lies is being willing to just sort of figure out this new thing before it's easy for everyone to get. And to some degree, ENS is still in that growth phase. A lot of people just getting your aunt and uncle to buy Ethereum and then set up a MetaMask is a headache enough. Then telling them how to register an ENS name and that it's an NFT in their wallet and it expires and all this extra stuff is already quite difficult for most people to even get over that hurdle. And then you have this whole other ecosystem with .btc that I think it's doable for people who are already familiar with the current Ethereum domain system. And that's true for other ones like .soul, adda, all of those, is you have to learn this new setup. But as far as the masses coming in, a long way to go. And I think what BTC has that's really going to kick it off is there's this giant dormant group of BTC maxis who don't do any of this Web3 stuff. They buy, they hodl, and that's it. And I think a lot of them are hurting for sort of a native Bitcoin smart contract chain. Right now, Bitcoin, the blockchain itself can't have opcodes. So there is no compatibility for a domain system, smart contracts and stuff. So if you can make something that really takes off, which Stacks is an L1, but in to some respects, it's sort of like an L2 on Bitcoin. Someone jump in and correct me if I'm wrong. That's sort of how I perceived it. And I think if we can really get Bitcoin Maxi people who are sort of adverse to other chains to be like, it's not directly on Bitcoin, but it is a product of Bitcoin, they're going to come flooding in. And everyone likes a clean username. And Bitcoin whales are some of the biggest crypto whales there are. And everybody likes to flex. Everyone likes to have this cool, shiny thing. And so I think BNS domains can really drive the adoption of stacks. A lot of Bitcoin maxis don't really care about NFTs. They don't want cartoon JPEGs and PFPs. But domains are universally appealing to everyone cross-culturally. And so if BNS can really get some traction and the network can handle that amount of users piling in, BNS is going to carry the charge of this thing Out into adoption. Uh, Sorry, that might have been a little long, but but that's where I'm at.
1: In my mind, I think you hit at least two, if not three, of the of my kind of like top four reasons that I think this is like a. It's almost like a a holy quad trinity or something like that. If there were, if there was such a thing, you kind of have this like desirability of something like a Twitter handle, brands, and even individuals that are seeking these usernames. I mean, this is a rhetorical question, but Xverse, you're at at Xverse app. I mean, I'm sure you'd be willing to do quite a bit to get at Xverse just for that kind of like simplicity of that, of that handle there. Second thing, the friendliness of that single sign on, like you mentioned, exit, like just sign in with Google, sign in with Facebook. These are centralized entities and there's no reason that you should have to rely on any of them. All of this can be user owned and you can just log into any application on the web with this identity. The third thing being ease of sending payments. So you have something like a cash tag. Just tell somebody what your cash tag is on Cash App. Same thing, but again, decentralized. No need to have a middleman. It's just you can accept payments directly. And then I think the fourth and most valuable aspect that I think Bitcoin uniquely provides here is that censorship resistance and the decentralization aspect. And you combine all of these things, it just like makes so much sense in terms of just how you can identify yourself and exist on the blockchain. And then I think as we talk about the bull case, there are how many billions of people on the planet and how many reasonably short and memorable names that are at .BTC. So I think I'm not like a hugely speculative person, but I mean, to me, it just makes so much sense. It's both practical and useful and extremely finite, scarce.
3: Yeah, I just want to plus one on the payment use case, which I think is really going to be big because... If you look at the narrative that a lot of the Bitcoin maxis are talking about right now, which is Bitcoin doesn't need Web3 or NFTs or whatever. Bitcoin is money. You use Bitcoin for payments, right? But the .BTC names or BNS names in general allows people to send and receive Bitcoin. So making payments much easier than it is now, right? So I think once they start to realize that this is really good for Bitcoin, I think a lot of people will start to come around and just basically boost the adoption of BTC names. And I think a comparison that we can make is, for example, DNS, which is the domain name system, which is like Google.com or whatever.com. That is kind of like the universal phone book for the Internet, right? So it kind of abstracted away IP addresses so that in a browser, you don't have to type in these long numbers that you can't really remember. BNS is universal phone book for money. Instead of having to type in a blockchain address or you have to know the recipient's bank name, bank address, account number, you can just type in their BNS username and you can send money to them. And yeah, like on top of that, it's uncensorable, right? It's not tied to a specific service like PayPal or something like that. So nobody can kind of just say, I don't like what you're doing with your money, so I'm going to disable your handle or your account so that you can no longer use it to receive money.
0: Absolutely. These are all so many great points all around. So just taking a step back, ENS has been popular and largely adopted for some time. But historically, when did BNS domains come out? And for how long have they been around, been used? And yeah, would just be interested to give some of this perspective for our listeners.
3: Yeah, I can maybe start this off. So I think this is probably a little known fact that BNS, the protocol that .btc names are based on, had a really long history. And this was actually before ENS even. The first iteration of BNS was actually called OneName. It was built on top of a blockchain called Namecoin. And this Namecoin, Satoshi himself actually supported the creation of something like this back in 2010 on the Bitcoin talk forums. He was actually very supportive of something like this. And then Namecoin was kind of like a merge-mined blockchain with Bitcoin, but it was eventually realized that Namecoin really had some serious security flaws one name, what it was called at the time, decided to move and rebuild the entire thing directly on top of Bitcoin. And that was kind of like the, I guess, first iteration of BNS that's similar to what we have now. And, you know, you can send a Bitcoin transaction, you basically burn Bitcoin to register these names. And the first namespace or extension was actually .id. And the, basically when you want to create a namespace, you actually have to burn a significant amount of Bitcoin. When .id namespace was created, 40 Bitcoins was burned, sent to an unrecoverable address in order to create this namespace. And that's a lot of money in today's money. (laughs) But yeah, and then the current version of BNS is kind of like another iteration. So it was realized that maybe we want to add more functionality to BNS, right? But Bitcoin script itself was quite limited. So you couldn't do a lot of things like having a marketplace for it. Stacks was created as a expressive smart contract platform. And BNS was kind of like the first application that's built on top of it. So that's what we have today. And you can see that you already have marketplaces like on Gamma and you could easily transfer the names. I think a lot more kind of features and functionality has yet to come for BNS.
1: I think just to add on that, in terms of, I think why we probably saw a little bit of a gap there is probably twofold. I think one thing that at least those of us in stacks are very quick to remind everyone that, like, there is this very loud Bitcoin maximalist community that wants Bitcoin to do absolutely nothing. But there's also plenty of people who want Bitcoin to be productive. I mean, it makes no sense that you have this extremely Valuable asset that is just sitting there, not being used for anything when, you know, and it's on this most trusted settlement layer that is really good at settling the outcome of transactions that occur on the internet and basically not using it for anything other than a store of value. And so I think, like, first things first, you just have a loud minority of people who just don't want to do anything more with Bitcoin, yet plenty of people who really do want it to do something more. And I think that kind of leads into the second kind of reason or at least direction things went, which is the experimenters or the people that were wanting to, do more with crypto and saying we don't need to stop at a store of value there is so much more potential here and i think that's where you saw the the kind of creation of like the ethereum network and this world computer and this let's continue to experiment let's continue to try new things in a distributed way and it led to more user-friendly applications of decentralized identities like ens and i think now that people are coming back around to this idea of okay, it's important that we combine both the functionality with what we believe to be the most decentralized and secure settlement layer. Not that Ethereum isn't to be clear, but there's generally a ton of trust, even institutional trust in Bitcoin. It only makes sense that we start making it productive. And that's what Stacks is aiming to do. And that's, of course, what BNS is aiming to do on the identity side.
2: All right, I'll jump in on something I wanted to mention. Is The last two weeks I've been into the BNS domain system, I've been making OTC trades with people, and it's uh, tedious to hunt people down for the domain you're looking for. And uh, now that Gamma Marketplace is coming to the picture, it's a huge step in the right direction. Anyone that's been into ENS for a while knows that ENS was stagnant's not the right word, but volume was, was fractions of what it's been in the last six months, and a lot of that has to do is because looking for domain names has been such a pain. The only really find them is OpenSea, and you had to look for a specific name. There's no categorizations. There's very few tools to hunt down a domain that you're looking for. And in particular, there's no way to make these collections inside of ENS. Once ENS Vision came around, ENS Tools came around, it changed the game because now you were able to categorize things into digits, three letters, countries, even all the way down to Pokemon names, right? And so this makes these subcategories, these subcollections, and more importantly, communities that collect these different types of categories of domains. And that kicked off the ENS, what has we've seen is just interest, bull run, everything, in the marketplace is what matters because that drives liquidity, it makes it easier for the user, and it makes specific types of domains more valuable and stand alone from the gigantic pool of supply. You know, there's two and a half million ENS domains, easily 95% of them are, for lack of a better word, worthless, either very specific people's names, their gamer handle, or something silly, their memes, but they don't really have any value. This is going to be the same case for BNS. When more marketplaces come to it, more usability of the marketplace, Gamma's got the head start, the first mover advantage, able to sort things by their lengths, the characters in them, palindromes, all types of stuff. You're going to see more people come because now they can better assess what the value is. They can see the floor price on a digit or the floor price on a three letter. And this lets the market determine the value of things. Without these things, it's the Wild West. You don't really know how much a thing should cost. When I was first trying to buy my three-digit domain, I saw people I'm like, how much do you want? And they're like, I don't know, how much is it worth? And so we're kind of unsure what to even ask or sell it for. But now that we have these marketplaces and people can list people come in, they buy or they don't buy and the price adjusts. And this speculation, this market figuring it out, in turn brings adoption. Because as much as people don't like to admit it, people flipping, people in it for the quick buck, that is the initial stage of adoption that you need. The liquidity drivers are what bring eyeballs. And the more eyeballs you bring, the more people are like, why are they buying this? And then the use case, the value starts to flourish. But the original prospectors, those are the people that bring the attention and the spotlight to the space and drive adoption forward. And so I think BTC what it has going for it above all else is brand recognition all these other extensions dot id is cool and it sounds cool but it's not instantly affiliated with a specific crypto and that for lack of a better word doesn't really get people hot for it but everybody knows btc and btc is king of the coins and so right away, even though there's a lot of ground to go as far as usability goes and resolving Bitcoin addresses in different wallets, on exchanges, being able to potentially assign a Bitcoin wallet to BTC domain, all of that stuff can come later as we go in these early days of speculation. But the brand matters big time, in my opinion. That's what brought me here is like .dot .eth is obviously king of the smart contracts, king of the smart computer but Bitcoin is Bitcoin. Everybody knows Bitcoin. It's synonymous with the word crypto. And so that's huge. And getting it to a point where it's totally compatible with all things Bitcoin is, I hope, coming sooner than later. But these early days of BNS speculation and trading and popularity and flex and username, super duper important just to get people on board in the community, bring the brains, bring the people who are like, this is going to be the next best thing. How can I contribute? How can I help this marketplace? How can I get more people into it? These early swirling days of there's a buck to be made here, in my opinion, is really important. And I mean, that, that's what brought me, right? And that's what's getting me to tell other people about it. Like, hey, this is going to be big. You should get in now. I know it's tricky to get it. You got to make your hero wallet. It's one domain per wallet the network is kind of slow, yada, yada, yada. But if you can just get over all of that and get in early fortune favors the bold and like so many things in two years, three years, four years, if you have a clean, cool dot BTC domain, it signals to everybody like you were here before everybody else. And that alone is valuable. So that's another bullish use case, aside from the actual utility of the domain that I've been telling people is just get in, man, just Get them now while you can, while it's hard.
0: Absolutely. And just a shameless plug here. You can get on Hero on desktop or with Xverse through mobile as well. But yeah, completely agree. People now are recognizing the value of having decentralized identities secured on Bitcoin. Despite that it's a bear market, this is exactly the environment that tech and products, so to speak, that are producing tangible value come to service, especially with the brand value, as you mentioned, with Bitcoin. It's not just a hot commodity or risky NFT that's going to get rugged. This is something that will endure and what we believe will appreciate and value over time, but not financial advice. Just diving into this further, we were talking about community. So with layers on Bitcoin, there's completely new culture and unlock for communities being created around Bitcoin. With Satoshiables. I see we have or had Grace here from CrashPunks. So can anyone register their own community? extension, namespace, and then just sell them? Like, How does that work? If somebody could get into that a little bit for us.
3: Yeah, so as you said, it's a completely decentralized, trustless system. So anybody can come and create their own namespace or extension. Right now, the I would say the tools aren't that great. If you wanted to create your own extension, you have to make a call to the smart contract, the VNS smart contract, And uh, you kind of have to know what you're doing. But I think eventually better tools will be built for this. And uh, maybe that's the next thing that Gamma works on. I don't know. It does cost uh, a little bit of money, right? Because you don't want these extensions to be too cheap uh, because you then would uh, get a lot of squatters who just register a whole bunch of extensions and you don't really do anything with them, Right. And the cool thing about creating a namespace or extension is if you create it, you can set the rules. So you can set the price of the names. You can change how the price is calculated. So on .btc, the price of a name is is constant. So it doesn't matter how long your name is, it's the same to SDX. But you could create rules if you build your own namespace where you can charge more for a shorter name versus a longer name just to prevent people from registering all the three-digit, four-digit names all at once in the beginning, right? And if someone really wants it, it could be expensive, but it means that they really want that name and they're going to put it to use, right?
0: So I just wanted to also circle back more around like the ownership of BNS. Ken, you're mentioning that it's truly decentralized. So how do we make sure that this is being properly maintained and incentivize people to proactively contribute?
3: Yeah, I think right now there isn't really, there's a few kind of working groups and the community coming around to build the next iteration of BNS, And I think the exact structure of that community has yet to be figured out. But if you make a comparison to ENS, which is I don't think that many people know, but it actually like I think seven people hold the keys to the ENS contract. Those people have to sign off in order to make a change to the ENS contract. I think with BTC or BNS, I think we can do better. Potentially we can turn the BNS contract into a DAO so that more people can be involved in the process, right? You can make it so that The people that have registered .btc names or other BNS names have a vote, and they get to say what kind of improvements or advancements that they want in this system. But uh, I think it's still pretty early, and the community is still coming around.
0: Definitely. And do we see a path forward where ENS and BNS could even potentially work cross-chain?
1: I think like ENS already today has some functionality kind of along these lines. Like currently Stacks people may or may not know this you can actually go to the ENS website and and you can add in a stacks address and you can associate a stacks address to your existing ENS name already. And so clearly, like, BNS needs to catch up in functionality to be able to do similar kinds of things, even just as simply as that, which that's more of even just a cross-chain identifier and perhaps for payments and things like that. But there are certainly other potentials for closer connections and closer cross-chain kinds of integrations. I think across all of crypto, that's kind of like the discussion that's going on right now, like how we facilitate just an easier cross-chain kind of Web3 experience, which right now is not particularly great in general on really any kind of coupled chains except for perhaps like Ethereum L1s and L2s, but that's not really exactly the same thing. So I think there's definitely probably potential there, but I think some of it remains to be seen.
0: And Nick, while we have you up on stage, just also honing in on this bull case with this huge surge of Bitcoin usernames being purchased over the weekend, you've been in so many spaces this past week, people have been going wild out there. Out of all the spaces that you've been a part of, what would you say is like the biggest theory as to why this sudden surge is happening now? Why now and why BNS?
1: I think there's probably a number of reasons I mentioned earlier, like I think the stars are aligning a little bit in terms of functionality catching back up in terms of bitcoin being programmable at least to a limited extent right now and hopefully even more so as we continue to develop on stacks and the different use cases that are going to be made possible i think some of it as maybe exit was mentioning a little bit earlier is like you kind of have this like organic one person tells another person type situation i think we had some viral tweets that were going around on twitter that were kind of bringing some eyes to to stacks and along those same lines to dot btc names and i think it's possible that we were just like already on the brink of something and all we needed was a viral tweet to kind of Bring enough attention to it to make people really interested. I don't know. Maybe exit if you want to like mention how did you find out about this. Maybe that would be a <laughs> good ask.
2: Yeah. So I'm in a lot of different digits groups and ENS whale groups. I was actually DM'd by a particularly notable ENS whale digits enthusiast. I can't say who, but they're the one who told me about it and told me that they're definitely over there. They're accumulating digits. There's a lot of four digits left unminted. They're quietly soaking up some three digits if they can. But they don't want to publicly come out with it because they just don't want people being saying stuff like, oh, you're just pumping and dumping. You're going to empty on us. But they came to me because they were like, well, you don't have that issue. Like you're a relatively smaller, lack of a better word, like influencer type. People follow you, but you're not going to make like a gigantic splash. Some people will see it. Some people won't. And I don't have enough to move the price on something like crazy and so i started tweeting about it like i'm doing this and i got dozens of people dming me about how to do it and when i told them you got to download hero wallet you got to swap some eth for stx that's one per wallet you got to generate it you got to hunt down these things almost all of them were like oh man that sounds hard i'm not gonna do it but a handful of people did do it george said that he found out about it from my tweets so i think There are plenty of people with way deeper pockets than I have that have already been in the BNS ecosystem for longer than I have, and they're just quietly doing their thing without splashing the pool. I think probably, if I had to guess, they're waiting for it to get a little bigger, a little more organic popularity, trending a little bit, and then come out and be like, yeah, I'm into it too. I think they fear that it's such a small ecosystem, and there's so that not like so small, but considerably less activity, people chattering about it on Twitter and in their groups and stuff, that if they came out and were like, hey, check this out, it would be such like a a run on it that anything that could possibly go wrong, they would catch flack for it. So they just rather not. So I would definitely predict and can say pretty confidently that in the next few months the more that this gains traction, the more people get on board. You're going to see way bigger accounts come out and announce, like, "I got this domain," or "Oh, check it out over here," or even just straight up put their .btc handle in their name. So there are, there are definitely bigger players behind the scenes that just are too big to really out themselves being here. And yeah, I think they're just they're more scrupulous and they don't want to cause trouble before this baby gets off the ground. But I don't have that problem. So I'm out here all day being like, hey, check it out. You should definitely be over here."
0: Thanks. Definitely appreciate the support. <laughs> this is their chance to be early and their chance to say in a few uh, months even. Uh, I told you so. But that yeah, be, that, that that's be, true. That'll be your word.
2: They're, they'll be able to flex that they were early via the domain names they have. So yeah. that, that'll that be their way to, to signal like I was here. And if anything, they might even announce like, man, I've been here. I just I didn't want you guys coming at me if things went wrong. But I was always there. And I think I'm not the only person that this person reached out to. I'm in a few of their like alpha chats that they run and they direct message me and was like, you seem more willing to hustle for what you're doing. So check this shit out. I think a lot of people that they, same thing, they messaged them and gave them the rundown. Like, I don't know, man. I got to get a new wallet extension. I'll just wait. So I think that's an attitude of a lot of people, unfortunately, is. And if it takes an extra 20 minutes of learning, they're just out.
0: Totally. Well, hopefully we'll be making the whole onboarding process more and more smooth as we keep coming out with more education, more material and making the user experience more and more seamless, especially something we're continuously working on at Xverse. And speaking of hustling, congrats to the whole Gamma team on creating the marketplace so quickly. Nick, do you want to give us a quick tour of the new BNS marketplace on Gamma? I even heard you can mint a collection of names. And so, yeah, would just be interested to hear. I even see Jamil's here would be interested to hear from you guys how you expanded from art to BNS and, yeah, what you envision to be next for Gamma.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think BNS has always been, like, at the core of Gamma. Jamil always says this way before this kind of craze has taken off. Of. Just like the absolute first feature that was on Gamma, which was then Stacks NFT, was just the ability to type in your .BTC name and to see your holdings. So it was more of a profile than anything. That that came even before the marketplace even existed. And so like from the very beginning, you could look up a user by their .BTC name. You could see who they were in that way. You didn't have to see just an address that's hard to read. And one thing that I love that we do, because as somebody who is also an ENS user. I have a three-character ENS name, yet OpenSea did not reserve me OpenSea.io slash my three-character ENS. Somebody else has that, which to me is just hilarious to me, given ENS is prolific on Ethereum. But Gamma, the way we handle that is if you own that .ptc name, you go to Gamma.io slash that name. That is your profile. It's reserved for you. And the only way that someone else can use that is if they buy that name from you. That's just like first things first. But I would say for about maybe 8, 10, 11 months now, we did not have a BNS marketplace. And the main reason was we were aware that, as Exit has outlined, like the user experience was not particularly great with the current version of BNS. And it's not to say that it wasn't a focus for us, but in the laundry list of things that we've been trying to build out for the community, it was not as high on the list knowing that, making a good experience was going to be quite tough but when crazy numbers of people are coming in demanding a better experience we felt like we kind of needed to step up and try to give it our best attempt and so we had to do some pretty unique things to make it work in a way that felt somewhat natural. And so I think the two most notable things that that we tried to do to kind of get around this one name per address limitation was, number one, in order to do listings on the marketplace, there's no really simple way to do that with the current version of BNS. So we basically, on the marketplace, when you go to list a name, you're actually technically deploying a smart contract to hold that name while it 's listed, and that that sounds like a technical detail, it somewhat is, but it was a, a kind of an important implementation detail in order for it to feel natural when you 're listing something and then the second thing that we did that is perhaps like my favorite feature is that when you 're going to purchase a name, the assumption is you 're going to have most of your money, most of the stacks, and potentially maybe your primary name at an address already and to make somebody send some random amount of large amounts of stacks to all different addresses that's kind of a lot to ask of somebody when they've already gone through so many hurdles and so when you go to make a purchase We actually allow you to pass in a new address for a fresh wallet so that you can use your primary hot wallet as your primary hot wallet and just send the names that you're purchasing to a fresh wallet there. So anyway, I'm not trying to say like we've reinvented the wheelie or anything, but we tried to think about what was the lowest hanging fruit to make the biggest impact on the experience. I don't know if you want to add anything there.
4: Yeah, I think that's right. I'm, we actually like weren't the first BNS marketplace, and we won't even try to take credit for that. There were people that did it earlier than us. There were people that got there first, but they did it in a way that I feel like didn't really create as good of a user experience. And we won't be the last people to make a BNS marketplace either, right? There will be people that iterate on it. There'll be marketplaces that maybe show up on Ethereum through wrapping. And I think all of these things are good and positive developments. So you want to have people that can trade in different ways. Obviously, we at Gamma built one solution that we believe in showing the attribute filtering, as Exit was saying, and all of these features that we think are important for building a BNS marketplace. I'm hoping to see a flourishing of development now on the BNS ecosystem right, both on the marketplace side, on the rider side with namespaces, and also on some of the cross-chain side, both bringing in people from outside the ecosystem and just expanding the community to bring some of those features that Exit was talking about, like native Bitcoin integration and others that we're working on.
0: Absolutely. And Ken, just wanted to bring the mic over to you as well. We're seeing a lot of new faces in this space. Do you think you could speak to the Xverse user experience and how we're collaborating with Gamma and yeah, what you see some unlocks for us in the near future?
3: Yeah, so Xverse is kind of like infrastructure for this ecosystem. We build whatever the users want and we're open to supporting all the different kind of use cases and things that users want to do. Whatever Gamma is building or any other NFT marketplace is building. We want to support that 100%. And from our end, we want to make it so that the user experience dealing with BNS names within the wallet is top notch. So we already support sending and receiving of SDX, other SIP10 tokens and NFTs using .BTC names and other BNS names within Express Wallet. We want to expand that to support sending Bitcoin as well. Xverse already supports a Bitcoin wallet, but right now it's just like any other Bitcoin wallet. You have to use an address to send Bitcoin. And one of the big unlocks for .BTC is being able to send Bitcoin using that name. And that's something that is, I guess, being proposed and in the works for the next iteration of .BTC. And also we support using btc names to sign into applications and right now we can support that through the xverse in-app browser in the future we would like to expand that to you know potentially wallet connect as well so yeah there's a lot of things that we do want to support and it's just a matter of what is the priority and when can we get that done
0: Yeah, and also just to reiterate, again, we have, for those of you who are new, if you have yet to purchase a .btc username, or if you're new to Xverse and Stacks, we have pinned here a thread here in the space that will walk you through that process, hopefully as smoothly as possible and give you some context. And also just wanted to say we're about to wrap up soon with the questions section of the space and wanted to open it up to a Q&A. If you have any questions, go ahead and raise your hand and we'll try to get to you soon. And in the meantime, Ken, as we are seeing some new faces here, just curious if you could talk about what's being built in Xverse in, in regards to supporting partners and yeah, what do you see as the product vision here? What are we trying to unlock beyond BNS?
3: There's a lot of use cases that we want to support. And I think BNS will probably be like very important in a lot of these use cases. For example, say if you wanted to build some kind of messaging application that's decentralized and based on the blockchain, you might want to use BNS names for users to sign in and for users to find each other. Right. So I think that's one thing that we would definitely want to support. I see we have some questions in the audience. Maybe we can jump to those first. Jan, can we bring you up to stage? Yes. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Can somebody answer for me? Because I see that some people even have like two digit BTC names. But obviously, if you go to Xverse and you want to register some of those, now it's not possible. It says basically it's too short. Can somebody explain? when was that possible to register these and like, what was the process behind it and why it's not possible now? Is it just because they're all already registered or there has been some sort of change on the technology side? And then the second part of the question would be special characters because we also see that ENS names are getting quite a bit of traction when it comes to Chinese names, Arabic names, etc. But I don't see that being possible on .PTC. So if somebody could answer if that's also kind of in the play.
1: Yeah, I can take this one. The reason you're seeing shorter than three character domains... Actually, I should say, I don't know the exact reason. I think that if I'm being honest, if I take my best guess here, is that the intention was that the shortest they be is three characters, but the smart contract for BNS actually allows one and two character uh, domains now i don't know if this was meant to be like an easter egg or if it was an accident but you can go to the contract and register one and two character domains the btc.us site is just a ui anyone can build a ui that ui restricts you to three characters or longer so the people that have one and two character domains the one characters have been long gone probably for since the very beginning of stacks there's only 36 of them but the two character domains. If I'm not sure if there's any remaining, but there there may be a small number of them remaining, you can go to another site, you know, I would say if you're interested in learning more, you can check out the Discord that is linked on the Gamma BNS marketplace page. I don't want to shout it out here not because it's like a going to steal your funds or anything, but just because there are some weird UX things that can lead you to make a mistake, a very easy to make mistake and lose your stacks that you use to register the name. Anyway, if someone's curious, you can go do that research and figure it out. But I'd say for the most part, just make the assumption that three characters is the shortest. What was the second question? I'm sorry. It was the special characters. It was like Chinese names or Arabic names, etc. Sure, yeah. So the BNS—this is kind of the opposite answer, which is the BNS contract is limited to, at least as of today, A to Z, 0 to 9, hyphen, and underscore. So those are the only supported characters— in the current iteration of BNS. That being said, there's no reason that if the community pushed for it, since BNS is not owned by anyone, it's actually owned by the blockchain itself, and in order to upgrade it will require SIP, Stacks Improvement Proposal, that's certainly something that the community could push for if there's interest for that.
4: Yeah, I think it's a great idea for BNS v2. Like The BNS names right now are represented by what's called like. Just raw buffers, they're not even like strings, so they can support any type like Unicode or whatever with just changing the number of bytes per character. I think it's a technically possible upgrade for sure, and we should definitely bring that up in the BNS working group.
0: We can also bring Rafa up to stage.
3: Yes. Hello, everyone. Fascinating conversation. I had a quick question towards the requirements for creating an extension of your own. And also reflecting on Ken's thread about DNS and how .com and all these DNS were representing geographies. And we could maybe think of these BNS, which settle on Bitcoin, but there's also .eth as well. They represent communities. I'm curious to know what's your take, because on DNS, the .com is really the winner (laughs) extension. If I'm a big brand, for example, what do you think is going to win? Is it going to be .BTC? I've also heard of .ID. These are my reflections.
4: I feel like social consensus is kind of important here. And there's no doubting that like .ETH is by and the sort of agreed upon identity for Web3 right now. There's no sort of kidding ourselves about that. And certainly they have the cross-chain ambitions of being this like central identity for people across different chains. But I think the thing that will really determine this is how many applications, how many utilities use it. I think ENS is up to a couple hundred integrations. So that's really what we need to start doing is start using these .BTC domains in different ways, just like Xverse has been doing, just like Gamma has been doing, and just like a lot of these other ecosystem companies. And I think in general, the market will figure it out. It's really up to us to determine that and us sort of predicting it a priori is difficult because... I mean, it depends on the adoption of both ecosystem partners, of users, and of platforms like Xverse and Gamma as well.
0: Thanks, everyone. Such great questions all around. And if we don't have any others, I just want to make sure everybody knows to please be sure to follow Gamma and, of course, Xverse and Stacks. We also have Exit Liquidity here, BNS Trader and Digits Enthusiast. So please be sure to check out his profile as well. I want to give a big thank you, big Round of applause for all of our guest speakers today. We really appreciate your time and expertise and insights. And also, we definitely encourage everyone to join the BNS trading server on Discord. We'll go ahead and tweet that so you know how to join. And also... Xverse. we're here to help everyone. We're here to listen. We have a really strong community where we want to help each other out. And we're always open to improvements and any ideas you have. So we're a small team, but we take feedback from our community very seriously, which ultimately helps drive the direction of Xverse and and serving the needs of our users. And as always, if you miss part of the Twitter space, it will be available as episode four on the Own Your Crypto show available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks, everyone for joining us. Stay tuned and See you next time. This has been the Own Your Crypto podcast brought to you by Xverse. Our intention with this podcast is to empower you to take charge of your crypto with confidence and get excited for the future of self-custodial finance. If you enjoyed the conversation, please leave us a rating so more people can discover the show and feel free to share with a friend who's also curious about the future of Bitcoin. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll connect with us on Twitter at Xverse app and see you next time.